Right. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> the cough. Coffee is kicking in. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, the podcast for the animated artisan. So, guys, what's everyone been up to this week? Brett, Steve, you, you go, go first. first. <laughs> um, I've been like balls deep in work. I've I've been done like crazy hours this week. Um, I've been I got sent down to the London London um, to uh, to help on a pitch. So hopefully winning a big new client at work. Uh, but it basically means that I've just been yeah strapped to a Mac for ridiculous amount of hours. Strapped to the Mac. Strapped to the Mac, bruh. But <laughs> um, it it will come back into the topic for this week because. Um, uh, get some interesting experiences and kind of uh, things that have uh, um, kind of come to light from unexpected areas. Nice. Mm. Good. That's a good segue. So let's start talking about today's topic. What's an early start? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can get segues later. It's fine. There's always a segue. There's always a segue. Any time for a segue. Yeah. Steve, what have you been up to? Uh, I've actually had a really busy productive week this week because i um uh, the last month it seems like i've just constantly been at work um but uh so far this week i have done a mallet build for the one that i've been talking about for ages for tim sway um so i've done that and put the video out the video went out last night um and it seems to have got quite a good response so far um it is very much just a joke video as opposed to a serious one and uh and yeah i got my my first thumbs down as well nice welcome I mean, yeah <laughs> i had um, to set up a whole new youtube account as well just to do it <laughs> thing is like i was genuinely expecting a load of negativity from it because it is so badly done and like it just it shouldn't be done like that but um but they didn't leave a comment saying, oh, you're a dickhead, you did it wrong. It was, it was like, so I couldn't respond to it. It was just a thumbs down. I was like, oh, oh, that's no, disappointing. No, like my, my experience of stuff like that, like it's not necessarily that they didn't like what you were doing or they didn't like how they did it. It's sometimes yeah. like the content. Like I, <laughs> I got I got some, some like dislikes on the, um, the jalapenos one. Yeah. And then I got a comment and it was just like, I don't like jalapenos. So, <laughs> I, gave it thumb, so I gave it a thumbs down. It's like, well... If I don't like sheep, I don't go and watch a YouTube video about sheep and then put a thumbs down and say, I don't, I don't like this video, it's about sheep. <laughs> so I wouldn't take it too personally. Yeah. <laughs> I, still I, don't, have, I, I still have some of the most, I think my highest thumbs down count is on the video game video because <laughs> it was a bunch of people oh, really? like, this isn't a build video. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like creativity. Yeah. Damn you. Uh, I don't yeah. like video games. <laughs> um, what else did I do? Uh, I also uh, I had I went around to uh, Alex's workshop for kind of like a bit of a play day. Um, real Alex, uh, real Alex, yeah, not real Alex. And uh, <laughs> and we made um, a bit of Damascus and some laminate, so uh, high carbon in the middle, then um, medium carbon, then a low carbon on the outside. So like five layer, uh, yeah, five layers. Uh, we also did some uh, some sand mai, which is uh, high carbon, and I think we actually did it with medium carbon on the outside. But you can do high carbon and low carbon on the outside, um, and yeah, so lots of forge welding, and I did loads of 
videoing for that so i've got some slow-mo shots of like sparks flying and shit like that some sexy audio yeah it's fucking brilliant um and then after that joe um the guy that works with us at uh, alex's workshop came back to my forge and we did some smith and striking um doing uh drawing some leaf spring out for making draw knives and then whilst we were waiting for that to cool down we did a quick um uh sloyd which is like a scandinavian uh carving knife sort of thing like a, a craft knife um so we drew that out as well and uh yeah it was fun it's not it feels really good to have actually done stuff this week because it feels like the last mm-hmm. month i've not really done anything towards making as such but um i yeah, know this week seems to have made up for it so cool uh brett what have you been up to uh, we have been pretty busy in the shop. Um, I helped Jim work on a DeWalt video, and we built out a room for Taylor in the shop. It's this big 25 by 25 room. <laughs> so, uh, we finished most of that last night. I've also been putting some serious hours into the longer-term build, which... At this point, I don't think it's much of a secret because of social media, but <laughs> the Pirate's Cutlass is, oh, the beast rises. So uh, I'm almost finished with that. Uh, I hope to get it done possibly tonight, maybe Yay! tomorrow. Um, and then I'm going to a Power Hammer class oh, yeah. in Montana awesome. later this coming week with Jim. So we're going to Montana and gonna learn. We're gonna learn how to properly use power hammers, which I have no. I have no information about yeah. what's gonna happen in this class, other than we're gonna learn how to use a power hammer. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know if it means we actually get to make stuff. I don't know if I get to make something there and then put it in my checked luggage and tote it home. Because if I have access to a power hammer and know how to use it, the first thing I'm gonna do <laughs> is make a gigantic sword, <laughs> like another one. You know, might as well. Um, and I don't know if I can put that in, in check luggage if they're going to go, uh, sir, you have a gigantic piece of metal <laughs> in your back. Brilliant. I know I so, do. Are you actually flying out there then? I thought Jim only ever drove. Uh, yeah, I actually, when he first mentioned it um, and said it was in Montana, my first reaction was, I'm absolutely not going with you on that because <laughs> I'm not sitting in the car that long or yeah. driving. I hate, I hate yeah. driving for that long. When it's me behind the wheel... I've done so many long road trips in my life where I, I love it. It's a little cathartic, but for yeah. some reason it's like switching off with Jim being in his truck. I can't stand it. I don't know what it is about the ergonomics of his truck. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes, no, no, no. Uh, we'd fly to this one because I don't want to drive to Montana. And I was like, yay. Sweet. Nice. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. I'm going to learn awesome. how to move some more metal around. And it's it's very you know adequate timing considering I, I'm finishing up this project, which is my first biggest blade, yeah, biggest blacksmithing project for sure, especially with the dishing and everything that I did yesterday. So it'll be nice to learn the time-saving techniques or just learn a little bit more you know, while, I'm, while my head's still in the zone. So Yeah, that's good. awesome, man. Yeah, good work. No, I'm I'm genuinely a little bit uh, jealous of that because I know when you I think you said something about it on social media or something, and um, instantly I was kind of going I want to go to a power hammer making thing, but yeah, that's really cool. Well, eat it. 
Should we go into the topic then? Oi. Take that as a yes. Is that a better? That wasn't near as good as the segue. <laughs> I, I You're know. like, oh, there's always segues. By the way, topic <laughs> start. It's it's. I've only had two cups of coffee and it's early. We're we're recording a lot earlier than normal because I'm on the late shift at work, which means that in uh, 15 minutes I go on call. So yeah. If, right. If, we'll wrap this up. No ranting. Everybody, yeah, so buy the book this time. It, Where can yeah, we find you? It's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people that we think are stripping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, if all of a sudden the audio goes quiet and then we cut back into it, it's because I've had a call out at work. But um, yeah, uh, what is the topic this week? It is uh, getting inspiration from random places. Weird places. Yeah, weird off, places. Like, off the beaten path places. Yeah. Unexpected. So, yeah, that's it. Unexpected. So as opposed, So our segue is... Uh, unexpected? <laughs> <laughs> because we're expecting a segue and there wasn't one. Uh, you're the worst. All right, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, getting um, inspiration from things other than just like woodworking today or whatever magazines it is that has project ideas in people still read magazines uh some people do apparently some people even read books you imagine that what what you're yeah. reading for <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying <laughs> oh brilliant uh cool uh yeah so who wants to go first with this one i want al to start since he was the one yeah. that kind of came up with this idea oh, fuck's sake is that why i go first every week oi oi oh burn non segue burn um, right so <laughs> yeah actually this is something that's really close to my heart because uh, this is my kind of uh, raison d'etre at work this is what I do for a living um, yeah. is try to find inspiration um, it's very easy to find it in the kind of expected places uh, especially in things like graphic design where you're working for brands and you're working in a certain um, category and environment it's like the expected is basically what you're being asked to do so, you know, my clients will say, oh, I'm designing a beer label, beer label. It, therefore it needs to look like all other beer labels yeah. in case anyone accidentally buys beer instead of tomato ketchup. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of the expected. And that drives me up the fucking wall because there's no way you can stand out and there's no way you can be different yeah. in, in, well, any aspect of life, says the man with the pink Mohican. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you, you need to be able to find inspiration in places other than what you're trying to create otherwise you're just recreating things um, and i think we see it a lot in the maker community um this is no disrespect to people i i absolutely love when people kind of um do things that are on trend and they kind of trying to find a different spin on things and show how good they are with their craft um but if you look at sort of instagram you can for example you can see a lot of people doing the same stuff yeah and so the inspiration is coming from and it's kind of like an echo it's like an echo chamber so you're just basically redesigning the thing that's trendy at the moment. Um, and that's great because that gives you an idea of what people like um, and what's, you know, what's um, what's popular and things like that. And it's really important that we have trends. Um, but I'm kind of, I like to step away from that and I like to find inspiration wherever I can. So, you know, if, if, if I get a, um, a brief at work, I'll just basically ignore read the brief, put, put down, the, yeah, ignore it 
walk out the building and go like to a slaughterhouse and see how they, you know, yeah. what the what the carnage is like in order to inform how what a loaf of bread will look like because it's the only way you're gonna ever do anything different. Yeah. And Brett's <laughs> Well Al we, we had projects in design school and this is just going off of what you're saying. Um one of my favorite things that our illustration teacher would do is he'd have us do our first mock ups. So yeah. say your beer label, right? Uh we're doing a beer brand, we need beer labels. The first thing he would do every time we would come out with a project is our first three or four sketches. He would yeah. just take them nicely, fold them up, and put them on our table, and then go, "Okay, <laughs> now you get to start." Yeah, exactly. So it was effectively just whatever comes out of your head instantly is what everybody else has thought about instantly. So take yeah. those and make them go away. Now start exactly. fresh, and your palette's already—you know—you've satisfied the fact that you've gotten those ideas out. The inspiration quote-unquote inspiration has come out of those and now you get to start from fresh so i like the approach of just kind of like scrapping yeah yeah, yeah. i know what, i know what you want me to do or what the expectations are and i'm just gonna walk outside yeah so that that kind of expe- expectation is 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 part of kind of a, a big hurdle to overcome in doing anything where you're making something or anything where you try to express creativity um the the, the backdrop of my laptop um is a quote from einstein um, and it says, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about solutions. So basically it's like, if you start creating something straight away, you're basically doing what Brett just said and doing what is expected, doing what the, the semiotics you already know and remember. Yeah. Um, if you go off and actually get inspired from somewhere and, and find the unexpected thing and find the really cool story that you can tell, um, you're going to do something original. You're going to do something fantastic and unexpected, and that's that's what kind of gets me going. That's what excites me is is being yeah. able to like go fuck. Oh, I would never have thought of you know being inspired by a brick, you know, yeah. or you know, being yeah. It's 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 getting these weird. No, I, I say that because a project I worked on was um, for um, London Gin, um, oh. and basically it was a, a London brick like a red brick from London and yeah, the, nice. the way that the, the, the indentation is so you can fill with mortar yeah. and that's what inspired the kind of thing of the bottle and it's like no, you would have never gone there yeah you know you'd be like gin oh let's draw it like a, a lime a juniper berry and, and a glass yeah. and a juniper berry and all the things that I know yeah. instantly about gin because it pops straight into my head it's like no go and walk the streets go and you know yeah just dig dig deep and find out what it is that's going to make this interesting um, and I think that goes that goes for everything so you're cooking a meal, you know, go and think about a different way to do it. Um, yeah. Same with music, same with everything. Yeah, no, I mean, because I think we've we've had a few conversations where we've been um, hanging out and talking about different projects and one of us has had a, an idea or something and they've kind of gone, oh yeah, I was thinking about, you know, maybe doing it like this. And then one of the rest of us has, has been watching something completely random and just gone, oh, actually, you could do it like this. And, mm-hmm. and instead of using wood there, you could do it with bananas and yeah, yeah. stuff and and like coming completely out of left field and and i think that's that's another good thing is to kind of get input from people especially people that aren't necessarily in the same field as you so for example um like if i'm doing a blacksmithing project and i'm thinking about oh, shit how can i do this and i've got it in my head i i need to do you know these uh these really nice rivet joints and i need to do this that and the other and and everything else and then i talk to 
Al or I talk to Jazz or, or someone else and they go, well, why don't you just do this instead? And you don't think about that because you, like you say, you, you, you're kind of set in that mindset of this is how it's done, this is how it's always been done, I need to do it like this. It's, it goes back to what um, you always say, Al, about using tools. You don't know how to use a specific tool, so you use it however works for you. And sometimes that might mean that you're doing a little bit more work, but a lot of times it means that actually you're you're describing a way of using it that yeah. maybe hasn't been thought of before and, and works perfectly for for what you want to do. I, I think that 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 kind of highlights the importance of, of uh, influence and kind of um, people that you interact with. So if you are discussing you know metalwork and you only talk to blacksmiths. Yeah, you're just going to keep doing the same thing, and that's that's great for kind of uh, forging your craft, for <laughs> a better term. Um, but you know, there's there's not going to be much innovation there. Yeah, so definitely. If I if I have kind of students um, come to me in my field and ask about sort of design, I'll say, you know, don't look around different agencies to go and intern in. Go and work in a library. You know, go and work in a pie shop. Go and yeah. learn things that you would never expect to find the, the influence in. And you'll come back richer for it and you'll be able to tell a story when that brief hits the table and you're like oh actually this one time you know <laughs> where i worked at a farrier's i actually know a really interesting story and that's going to make yeah. this so much more interesting than oh i sat around with a bunch of fucking graphic designers for the last six months and all we talked about <laughs> was graphic design you, you know yeah. so even us three and our, and our multi-disciplines i learned so much that i would never have thought about different avenues to do things um just because of our different backgrounds yeah definitely yeah, and I like I like the idea of we we've chatted about this as well before, but um, when you're stepping out and having a discussion or, or kind of spitballing or pinballing ideas uh, off of somebody that's not necessarily in the craft yeah. or in the line of work that you are currently, you know, exploring, um, that naivety naivete can help break you out of your tunnel vision right where exactly. you're just yeah. you're so focused like you said al yeah you're so focused on what's going on and you have sh seen or you have been shown the ways that you're supposed to approach this that talk to a six-year-old who doesn't know anything about it and go hey i want to make a snowman <laughs> i've seen how people make snowmen you roll a ball up and you stack them and blah and, you know, six-year-old Brett would have been like, I saw in Calvin and Hobbes you use fake blood and, and make the snowmen look like they're murdering each other. And then yeah. the person goes, oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> so, again, you know, it's it's a weird example, I know. But I, I love the idea of stepping out of the tunnel that you're in to go and talk to somebody just to get them to, like, throw a wrench in, you know, or just – absolute curveball in your direction and go oh my god i would have never thought about that because i'm so buried in my work that i've now been inspired by the dumb thing that we were talking about or but, a right, cartoon so, but, or a movie or a song it doesn't even matter you know anything that to break you out of your bad habits i guess but even even that brett ex perfect example how do you make a snowman you roll up snow and into a ball and you stick it onto another ball it's like no you don't what you do is you go and watch how people make sand sculptures yeah. and actually the better way to do it is reductive so yeah. you make a huge block of snow and you carve the snowman out of it and you get a much better snowman 
100%. And it's like, you know, you, you only know that if you went to watch how they make sand sculptures. Because <laughs> yeah. the first time I went to try and make a sand sculpture, I tried to make it like a snowman and I tried to pile wet sand on top of wet sand and you'll never get anywhere. What you need to do is make a massive block of sand and carve out of it. Yeah. And it's that's like so that. Fantastic. You, like, that's how you get your inspiration is by going somewhere else. But the, the, you, you totally nailed it, Brett, with that that naivety, like that child. We talked about it when we, when we had an awesome episode talking about kids. Um, that that naivety is is how you get there because you're like oh well I don't I don't know how to do it so I'm going to try and do it in a different way or I'm going to try and use logic or you know a different approach because it's not yeah. the way somebody's told me to do it or it's not the way I've seen someone do it it's just a completely fresh approach yeah no and and that's the thing is I think it's again if you're working in a craft that you you don't know like say for example. Al, you, you know, you, the only blacksmithing you've done, as far as I'm aware, was when you were down mine, and we'd made a couple of nails and did some twists. Yeah. Um, but if you were to go, ah, oh, I want to do this this project, and yeah, you you had a brilliant idea, and you're like, I want to do it with blacksmithing. The the other thing is, is it works both ways. You come up with a fantastic idea that I may not have thought of because in my mind it's like, oh, no, you can't you can't do that with blacksmithing. Yeah, yeah. But you'll come to me and say. I want to do this. I thought if I did this, this, and this, but I don't know how to do this bit, then I've got enough experience that I can go. Well, actually, yeah, that little bit you could do like this, and then that then opens up the arena to go. Oh, yeah, and then you could do that like this, and, well, I'm and kind of work on that. I'm wondering what you're going to think about the the dishing that I did for the <laughs> handguard on this, because honest, honestly, I looked up. You know, I got on YouTube and was like, how to dish steel. And I look at yeah. it and there's a bunch of guys with stumps with a little divot taken out of it. Yeah. Or there's guys with proper swage blocks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So in my mind, it's just, I need a depression yeah. or I need an open space and then a f- higher flatter surface. And then I put the flat steel there and I hit, and I just bought a bunch of cutoffs, you know, a few weeks ago. And I have what looks like a gigantic washer made out of steel. It's like 30 yeah. pounds. And I go, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> so I strapped it to the top of the anvil, and I, and it worked. Yeah. In my mind, it works, but I guarantee if I showed that to a blacksmith, which, like, Steve, you'll watch it, but I guarantee if I walked into a 40-year blacksmith yeah. guy and went, here's what I want to do to dish this steel, he would tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> because it's probably, A, not going to work, or B, wasn't the right approach because he has a swage block or whatever. Well, we yeah. don't. Yeah. And I don't know how these tools work enough and I'm not a professional blacksmith, but in my mind, it's, it was, you know, sculpting or, uh, some of the, like the jewelry fabrication classes that I did in, in college, it, we used really tiny little anvils with just like a little depression area, yeah, yeah. you know, to, to raise or dish, um, made sense to me yeah. and it worked. But I guarantee someone's going to look at it and go, that's not how you do that. And we'll go, but doesn't it look like yeah, I achieved yeah, exactly. what we needed to achieve here? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's like that old saying, like, if it looks stupid, but it works, it ain't stupid. Like, well, that's Al in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very true. <laughs> T-shirts. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and that's the thing is, I think one of the, the beautiful things about... Um, the, the maker community is the fact that you've got that crossover of crafts you've got people that, that that have a vague idea of how to do certain things but because they don't know they they haven't got those preconceived ideas and and they're not set in the in 
those ways they will think outside the box naturally um i think it's it's good to to encourage that as well but more than that it's good to to kind of push people to draw ideas like like we said at the beginning outside of the making community so you're not just looking at al's video to to be inspired you're not just looking at, at jimmy's video you're not just looking at whoever you're not searching the maker hashtag you're you're going outside of that and you're looking at different things and whether that's going to art museums or going to um like like al said just wandering around your neighborhood i mean the, the amount of times i've been wandering around bristol and i've seen something and gone oh fuck that's mm-hmm. that's really made me want to make this other thing and and i think it's really important to to take that time to especially if you've got a project that that you're struggling with and that you perhaps you're not happy with the the, the design so say you know, you've been sat there and you've been working on something for in your head for five six days but you can't quite like you, you're not happy with how it's turning out then then take a break go and do something completely different because a it helps to switch your brain off to like there's that uh, the well-known thing about not thinking about it to to let your brain kind of work on it in the background but as well as that if you can go out and you can get inspiration from the most random of places and and i think that's an important thing to to do and to remember is to to take a bit of time out and and take a bit of 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 downtime but also use that downtime productively if that makes sense yeah big time i mean brett you 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 tell you know amazingly interesting stories and kind of have unique content and unique builds um where would you say your kind of fields of of inspiration are or is it is it multiple is it kind of wherever it can come from or what 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 ignites that initial spark um i other other than other than me of course absolutely Um, I think I've mentioned this plenty of times and if people haven't picked up on it by now, it's definitely a love of movies and, and moving image, uh, cartoons. I've just been binge watching adventure time because as far as I'm concerned, it, it is legitimately one of the best shows. I think it has so many layers and so much depth to it, but I, I've always had a fascination for film and not TV in the sense of, of like sitcom shows or anything. I never, never really watched that. But growing up, uh, I used to sit in our basement all the time. I, I didn't really spend a lot of time outside. I didn't really care to go, you know, play in the neighborhood. But I would watch Nickelodeon. I was in the golden age of Nickelodeon kids, you know, where you had Rocco's Modern Life, Friends, Stimpy, yeah. uh, Angry Beavers, you know, towards the later end. But yeah. It was nothing but these creative shows and even things like Legends of the Hidden Temple or Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego. These shows <laughs> that were so out of the box, you know, it was yeah. effectively they took Jeopardy and they were like, we're going to have a question answer show something. But they made it for kids <laughs> and you had to be active and do these challenges. And stuff. so it's I was in a constant state of people breaking the mold or, or people doing something different it seemed like um, and maybe I've only picked that up since I've been older but I look at something like uh, you know I've always been into pirates and stuff like that but I honestly think that probably sparked from Goonies yeah because I was definitely in that golden age of people say if you watch Goonies now it's a terrible movie which 
fair if you've never seen it before cast your own judgments but i grew up watching goonies and was like oh my god i want to find a pirate ship i want to have yeah. me and my friends and we follow a map and there's booby traps and <laughs> i think that was honestly such a huge thing for me when i was younger and it, it, it yeah. kind of went away for a little while and now i have a gigantic poster hanging in my apartment because i'm an adult and i can spend <laughs> my little money on things that i want yeah. So the, the the cut list that I'm working on right now is absolutely yeah, I have a little bit of a piratey theme going on, but that pirate theme is from from way back. And yeah. I also have ideas for the future to do things based on cartoons that I love or movies that I love. I would love to do a Kurosawa yeah. black and white the whole videos in black and white, just beautiful shots, focus on cinematography try and show some techniques about you know how he shot or, or things that he developed while also make like maybe i make a katana i don't know i'm probably not good enough to do that but obviously my inspiration is coming from a lot of moving image um but i i've had a lot of diverse backgrounds and, and teachings in in my jobs and in my work and it all kind of feeds into right you're the you're the sum of all the things that have got you to this point yeah Definitely. So it's a massive mix, uh, but the biggest one seems to be the the moving image thing. So, what about yeah. you guys though? Where's, I mean, where does it seem like your guys' stuff is really coming from? I mean, to to just quickly comment on what you were saying though, I think uh, the the bit about um, about you obviously having a, a passion for moving images. I think you can really see that in um, in other people's work as well, and you'll notice the difference between. Uh, people that are really into to cinematography and to, to film and to moving images, you'll see how they set up their their shots and things like that, and how they focus their camera and 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 how their video flows. Whereas those that perhaps are a little bit more um, uh, focused on the, the technical aspects of what they're making um, tend to make more functional videos rather than artistic yeah, yeah, yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. And um, and I don't mean that at all as an insult. Like it's they do what they do for very good reasons but but those that that yeah it's it's, prag- it's pragmatic versus yeah, kind of exactly yeah. um and and yeah i think it's it's really interesting to to hear you um to to hear you talk about how that affects not just um how you shoot but what you make um yeah and and i think it, it's true for me as well like a, a lot of the stuff that i um, that I want to make comes from um, my uh, I don't want to say like but, but it comes from like who, who I am and the things that I enjoy outside of the making community like I yeah I, I want to make more axes not because axes are cool but because a lot of my time is spent outdoors and because I like the outdoor life mm-hmm. and, and everything like that like so, so it makes sense for me to want to, to do that Um but how I make those axes and the style I make those axes in, I can draw that inspiration from elsewhere. <clears throat> um, and and as well as doing some really nice, really, like I, I would love to make some really, really beautiful, really well-produced functional axes that do exactly what they're designed for. But at the same time, I really, really want to make a Spax. And... <laughs> 
and why, 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 why can it not still be functional though, Steve? Well, exactly. If it's not mutually exclusive. Like, <laughs> but, it sounds but, like the perfect combination of tools. <laughs> <to make. laughs> but, but this is the thing, and like I was thinking about it as I uploaded the the video that I did today, which was obviously inspired by the um, the guys from the Reclaimed Audio podcast. Like half of my videos are, or the the way it's going, like half of my videos are are quite um, uh, not functional, but like they're quite kind of artistic sort of videos that are, take themselves quite seriously that um i'm going for these really nice beautiful shots and for for showing metal moving and things like this and then half of them are just me taking the piss out of myself and and i think that like i, I don't know whether or not i want to do that as a um like separate them out in any way or just carry on having them all in one box but i quite like the fact that I feel I can do both. I'm not stuck to just doing just serious videos or just um, comedy videos. And I think, again, a lot of that is because um, where I get my inspiration from is film and TV and things like that. And some of my favourite films, uh, some of my favourite films and programmes and things tend to be ones that, um, as as, as well as being serious, will poke fun at themselves or like QI or something like that. Or like in um if you watch comedy shows where they all of a sudden they go really serious like the the best example of that i can think of is the fresh prince of bel-air like mm-hmm. it i absolutely love in that show how it can go from being really really funny to all of a sudden being like heart-wrenchingly serious and it serious. really has like the, the last episode is like one of the most moving fucking yeah. tv moments of all time exactly you guys you guys pushed me into watching fast show and the, yeah. the old the old man that sits in front of the fireplace is always yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's 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 he has the Christmas episode or the Mother's Day episode where he's sitting in the chair and tells the oh yeah gut wrenching story which Ugh. even within the scene there's a there's a live audience there's a live laugh yeah. track and it starts out laughing everyone's giggling at him because it's this yeah. funny little skit and by the end of it it is crickets like you could yeah, absolutely yeah. hear a pin drop at the end of that because you're just like yeah. oh my god it's I'd completely <laughs> forgotten about that yeah, it's beautiful and, and the thing and, is I think like doing it like that it, it tends to have more of an impact as well oh yeah if you can play both sides like Al when I watched the Hack Shack build um, it was super informative like Al had a couple of jokes thrown in there you know just to kind of break the pacing up yeah but then you watch something like the the trailer for the Full Metal Owl, and it is 100% just fun and energetic, and yeah. you know I understand the reference because I've seen that show as well. But you know, there's a constant give and take with with Owl specifically, where I feel very informed, but it's constantly laced with a lot of Owl's personality, which yeah. is why I, you know, will watch the trailer 15 times because. <laughs> I'm not just watching it for the full metal reference. I'm Al being in it and recreating yeah. it perfectly. It was yeah, oddly informative, even though he's not even really building anything in that it, little it's, trailer. It's, video. It's, it's, it's the goal of my channel, Brett, to be informative at all times. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, but that 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 mix is 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 perfect, Brett. And I think that the, the the people's content I I really enjoy is where where that mix is is occurring you know yeah some somebody can be the best woodworker in the world but if every every video they put up is just them showing me how good they are woodworking like yeah i can appreciate it but it's not going to hold my attention for very long yeah definitely. Um, 
if you watch somebody like um, Serbolari, like his his videos keep getting better, they keep getting different. He's got a different pace and a different tone to each one. Uh, even like Red's recent one, where basically yeah. it was the first time he started talking. So um, good. It's so different, and it just it it was. You're a welcome. Yeah, <laughs> there was a freshness to it, and and it's not yeah. like Red's videos were stale by any stretch of the imagination. Every, every video he does is brilliant, but yeah, it, it it's it's that diversity and 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 you know influences from different places. I think you absolutely nailed it, Brett, by saying it's not just one place. It's constant, not evolution. You know, it's not this endless task to be. Di- I want to be different. If you try to be different every time, that in itself is stale. Yeah, um, but like just getting influences from wherever you can and making sure there's this this kind of constant input to you that you're, you're always open-minded you're always willing to yeah. go oh you know what let's try something like that you know what's what's yeah. the worst that can happen i get a few thumbs yeah. down or something well know? we we say it often i think i'm the one that continues to say it most often but it's <laughs> teaching how to think yeah right i'm i'm all three of us i you're not going to watch our channels and go, oh, this is the guy who I specifically come here to learn blacksmithing from. I am here to watch Steve and learn techniques. Yeah. I can pick up things from you, but all three of us have commented on the fact that the atmosphere of the video or even, you know, the people in your comments, it's the atmosphere. It's the feeling that I'm there with you. It's you're you're showing me, but there's this full on immersion in the space, which feels really comfortable. Al is nothing but constant i don't know like i gotta be ready because al's gonna yeah. hit you with the curveball you know or i gotta wait till the very end because al's yeah. established that i get to see fun stuff if i stay all the way through the video yeah um and <laughs> teaching somebody how to think you know i it, you don't have to change every episode you're right yeah. you don't have to that becomes stale because it seems like you're constantly trying to find yourself that's that's your gimmick isn't it yeah, yeah. and yeah. so if you're if the idea is that you will develop this approach be it whether you're on youtube or not maker in general whatever you do if you're taking influences from other places and then feeding those into your creativity it it will only help benefit the work that you produce yeah because it it will keep you constantly not stale right it will force you to to take that step back like we're talking about and learn how to think a little bit more or learn how to think better yeah And I mean, going going on from that um, into a perfect segue, uh, we um, when I was <laughs> when I was Two watching in one episode, I know, right? <laughs> Unheard of. <laughs> when I was watching uh, Stranger Things last week, um, I was sat there and can, can, can I just, sorry, can I just, it's Stranger Things. It's not Stranger Things. It's like Spider Man. Like it's, it's not it's, it's not his surname. It's Spider Man. He's a man that's a spider. It's Stranger yeah. Things. What did I you did I not say strange? Did like I not say Stranger strange? Things? Uh-huh. It's like Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood. Thank you, Brett. Sorry. Stranger Things. It's the things that are stranger. <laughs> Tea hinges. Uh, you completely threw me there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You talking about um about taking the inspiration and and using using that and uh and getting you to look at things in a different way like. And I was watching Stranger Things the other week and basically it all kicked off because uh, for anyone that's not watched the show, there's uh, there's a few in-jokes and, and running themes along um, uh, playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And I used to play uh, D&D a lot with some of my mates and I still absolutely love it. I just don't ever have the time to play it anymore. Um, and 
and as I was watching it, I was like, oh man, I'd really love to play D&D again. And like trying to think of a way I could get it done. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I could set up a Fools with Tools D&D group. That'd be so much fun. Oh. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I ended up go- kind of going, actually, you know what? I'm, I just don't have time to organize it right now. Like I can't do it, but I really want to do something with this. And, uh, and I've always Sounds wanted like to... Sounds like a maker central idea. I know. I, yeah, I, I think we should definitely... I have to show this um but yeah and I, I was thinking like what i need to do something with this like and i know that the fools with tools crew are are all quite geeky so a lot of them will kind of get the references so all i did was ended up putting a, a post into the fools with tools facebook group and basically it was on a thursday it was like right re- weekend challenge who can make a um a, a set of dice and like do it in a different way because I've I've seen a hundred people do six sided dice out of mm-hmm. steel and out of wood. Like I want to see different ways of doing it. And some guys like um, Tim from Turgworks, he did he didn't have time to to do anything fancy and he didn't have the equipment and all that. But he still got involved. He still built a really really cool massive wooden dice. Um, and then you had other people that were building like Red did one out of leather. Um, and it was a four-sided dice that went up to 11. And <laughs> yeah, Ellen did the D20. Yeah, Ellen did the amazing D20. And I like um, I like Chopper's uh, two-sided dice. But it was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A piece of card. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. And, and that's the thing is it was literally just completely off a, like on a whim. Just went, fuck it. I'm going to see who can make a dice that's not just a, a normal dice and who can do it in a different weird way. And and yeah, like let's like say Ellen's was done out of what looked like um, uh, almost like connect sort of stuff, but it was out of yeah, yeah. like plastic and 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 it, it was awesome and it was really really cool seeing people just kind of there was no prize involved or anything like that. It was just who can do this, give it a go, think outside the box, and and sometimes it is just as simple as that. Like get some inspiration to just go fuck it. I'm going to do something different and I'm going to do it in a weird way. And and like that alone is is great to see. And like seeing someone else do something like that inspires me. Like it, it makes me want to go. Actually, you know what? Rather than just going and making a another sand my blade out of steel, I'm gonna get three bits of wood, glue them together, and I'm gonna make a sand my wooden cake slice. Nice. Like yeah, yeah, and, and and make sure that I do it so that it's got. A hardwood in the middle and then softwood on the outside so it's still following the same pattern as a, as a normal sand my blade <laughs> and and, may, and maybe even do like um so it's a full tang and do metal scales on it so it's completely oh, nice. reversed and things like that like and and yeah it, i i just i love I love it when people pull things from left field, and I love it when people do think outside the box. And I think, so in, in my head, I'm making the knife out of cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! You see, so you've got like a biscuit center, so it's like hard. Yeah. <laughs> we should, like, what we should do is you we should, should make t- a flip a flip out <laughs> cake knife. Ah, <laughs> oh. all right. I, I want you to make a cake that's a knife. <laughs> I'm gonna make a wooden cake knife, and we're gonna cut it. And Brett, you're gonna make 
something different as well, like a plates out of leather or something like that. Yeah, I'll make a I'll make a cutting board for the cake or like yes. a cake plate, but I'll make it out of <laughs> rock salt. Or Gelatin. Uh, this is epoxied rock salt. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Actually, saying that, because um, uh, one of the other uh, ones about thinking outside the box. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow um, Chris from A Glimpse Inside, but yeah. he he made a pen. He turned a pen out of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's awesome. It, how fucking cool is that? And it, that's that's what I mean. Is like just would it be considered a pan? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! Right, where can we find you all? Um, <laughs> Not getting better than that, folks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, what happened? What... I blacked out. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is like, if it was just him turning a pen, I would not have watched that video because, eh. But yeah. the fact that he was doing it out of, I think he did one out of bread, one out of like hundreds and thousands, and one out of um, like big chunks of sugar, and that made it interesting. That made me want to watch it, and um, yeah. So, that was that was it. Good story. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay, time. Should we go into the thingy with the stuff with the things? Yeah. Oi, the people. People, people that we think that are spiffing. Cool. Right. Uh, so, who is going to go first then? I'm going to go first. <laughs> Brett's going first. Yay! Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, even though she's been my friend for years and years and years. But You're it's in Czech. Person. And so I still can't pronounce the <laughs> R with the thing above it. But Katarzyna Spanova. Nice. Her her channel is Kakibot. And that's that's her brand. K-A-K-I-B-O-T. Kakibot. Um. She is a really talented illustrator and has a YouTube channel. She she does a lot of traveling and is definitely the type of person that takes a lot of influence from absolutely everything around her, video games, television, everything. She yeah. puts it into her artwork. She has art tutorials and talks through some, she'll do product reviews and things like that, but she does travel and talks about places you should go or places that she found and so she has a way of sharing her experiences uh, to those of us that maybe don't get to travel as often as we'd like. And um, she was the she's the reason that I even know what Adventure Time is. So considering I talked about it in this episode, and I absolutely love that show, and absolutely will be building something based on that show. Kaki, Kaki Boto is a spiffing. Mm. Cool. Ow. Do you want to go next? Yes, um, so my spiffy this week uh, is somebody that I've wanted to spiff for a while but I think it fits perfectly with the theme um, and it's Pam Harris from Highland Boxes Woo. so I, I first started watching Pam just because she was making some awesome um, bandsaw boxes sort of really intricate, um, just really nice woodwork but like her channel is so much more diverse than that uh, she does a lot of work with resin she does some work with electronics uh, she uses loads of different types of wood it's really interesting, she turns things, she does um, work with you know making jewelry and things like that um, she has a fantastic blog uh, vlog where basically it's all about it's called her my journey in woodworking 
Um, it's just a really like nice down to earth weekly kind of insight into her life and just storytelling basically. Um, it's a really personable channel. Uh, Pam's a really nice person, and I think you kind of even if you're not into wood turning, you know, I'm not yeah. specifically obsessed with kind of you know um, the making of wooden boxes, but <laughs> her channel is just is just so interesting. She's such such a nice guy that it just it, it's it's a pleasure to watch. But yeah. um, you know, I the more I watch the channel as well, the more I'm fi- finding out about Pam. Um, she's really into gaming uh she's really into like music and stuff her yeah. latest build was a, 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 a this huge lara croft led light awesome. <laughs> so you know it, it's totally unexpected every time you, you you watch one of her videos yeah um so if you, if you don't know pam i suggest you go and check out her channel she's making some fantastic stuff um but yeah and she's yeah. cool no uh we were just i i must admit like pam's someone that i have heard of but i've never like i've heard mentioned in various places but i've never actually checked out her channel yeah. and uh and we were talking about uh in the uh in the slight intermission we just had and yeah i'm definitely going to be subscribing to that channel as yeah. soon as we're off air so she, she looks she, she, she says we swear too much but she loves the show ah <laughs> Hi, Pam, I'm f- <laughs> <laughs> she's I'm, fucking I'm, spiffy <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really sorry, Pam. It's it's all Al's fault because uh, we're blame me, Al. Yeah, hashtag me, blame me, hashtag. <laughs> me, me and Brett are nice boys. It's just Al. He's a bad influence. The bigger boys. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, who am I going to spiff? I am going to spiff uh, my friend Lee. Um, Lee is not a maker at all. Uh, he is a photographer. Um, making what? Yeah, oh yeah, it's Make, making cool. images, I suppose. But we're all, we're all makers, man. <laughs> um, I I know Lee because I used to work with him. Um, and to give you an idea of, of the kind of person he is, uh, I was working in an IT team, and Lee got promoted up from the call center uh, into the desktop team. Um, within a couple months, he was then promoted up into the second line team with me. And uh, not long after that, he was then the manager of the team. Uh, and then he was higher up again, and now, as far as I'm aware, he basically just runs everything ever. Um, <laughs> he's he's a super dedicated guy. He's got a really really good dry sense of humour, um, but he's again he's he's quite willing to kind of poke fun at, him, at himself whilst creating these beautiful videos and taking fantastic. Um, photographs and uh, and his channel is basically just it's kind of a uh it's, i suppose it's more of a vlog than an instructional um uh photograph like photography video thing um but it's just him going out to um like beautiful places uh, around the southwest and taking photos talking about like how he's setting up the shoots talking about where he's getting his inspiration from um and a lot of like just get out there and do it kind of attitude and um and yeah i on more than one occasion i've been sat at home on a day off and i've kind of sat down i've i've made myself a coffee and i've got myself comfortable on the sofa watched one of these videos thinking i'm just gonna watch this i'm just gonna do fuck all today because you know i need a day off watch one of these videos and gone right i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna do all the things because i'm inspired now and uh and yeah, it, it's definitely worth checking him out, even if you're not into photography, because he's a bit of a dickhead, and it comes across in the videos. And it, but at the same time, it's really inspiring. So, uh, 
So yeah, that's Lee Case, and that will all be in the shouts. 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 Uh, cool. Uh, anything else? Any A or B? Be inspired by everything. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Uh, in which case, speaking of where, where people being inspired, where can they find you, Brett? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything lined up for this week. Bebo. They'll find you on Bebo. I don't know what that is. What? Oh. How do you not know what Bebo is? You're not down with the kids, man. Uh, what are all the the dating apps that would be really funny to do? Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Of course. I don't course think it's technically answer. a dating app. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, YouTube.com slash Brett McAfee, Instagram, uh, Skull and Spade 13. Cool. Yeah. So I, I, I thought you were going to say something else as well. Uh, I don't know. Grinder. Al said yeah. Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Al, where can everyone find you? Vero. You'll find me on Vero. <laughs> find me on Vero. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Neil. <laughs> uh, you won't, because I didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, You'll find me on YouTube at Al's Hack Shack, and you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Al Shack Shack. Al Shack Shack! And you'll also find me in a month and a bit's time at uh, Maker Fair UK in Newcastle with Average Joe and Make It Self um, and a whole bunch of kids. Awesome. Cool. Uh, and if you want to get hold of me, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Moonshine Metalworks. And if you want to get hold of us as a group, you can find all the shows and everything at www.fwtpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to send us abuse, you can email us at hello at fwtpodcast.com. If you actually want to interact with us on the regular, then get into the Facebook group because we're all there. Everyone in there is fucking awesome and inspiring and lovely. And apparently we now set random weekend challenges as well. Um, <laughs> Why not? Yeah, exactly. What, uh, if, what if people want to, want to interact with us in real life, Steve? Where might they find us? Uh, they can find us at uh, Make Central. There's a, there's, a, there's a trailer for that as well. Uh, so, yeah. go. Let's go to 11. Yeah, they do. So And if you want to see the trailer then you can check it out in the Facebook group or on the YouTube channel, which I Woo. haven't uploaded it to yet, Woo. but will do soon. <laughs> you will do by the time this comes out. Yes, and uh, and there will be some other stuffs happening with the YouTube channel in the coming months. So get on there and subscribe. Uh, I think that's it. Is that can it? I just say one thing? No. Yeah, I think I've got to say that... Um, I find a lot of inspiration from you two guys. So, actually, no, that's not true. I get most of my inspiration from Randy Berkey. <laughs> uh, I loved having Berkey on. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, I I get a lot of my inspiration from uh, from Brett. Nice, thanks. Fuck <laughs> 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 Who are you guys again? <laughs> uh. Right, I need to go because I am now technically working. So, uh, we'll see you guys later and much love. Bye! Bye!